0: Cannot find peace Those good who know Cannot find rest To those responsible Our health accountable.
1: All right, guys. Welcome to the Tory Says Show. So yesterday, our president showed us uh, just how... Uh, the gloves are really off. It is the 18th of September, 2020 today. And I apologize for the late delay on uploading uh, yesterday's show on YouTube. Uh, you do know that I'm being censored everywhere. Hence why Twitch is so easy to use. Uh, but I will be premiering this right after the show. in about, I think it takes me about 30 minutes to download, edit, and put up. Um, so yesterday we had the order for declassification on some things, not everything, which set off a firestorm, uh, a huge firestorm, uh, throughout those that have been in power for a very long time, those that are losing power quickly. And uh, uh, it indicates to us, yesterday I played uh, the discussions uh, by uh, our own Attorney General Barr who claims, you know, when prosecutors are just going after people for political reasons, they're simply headhunters. They are too far invested in their own, uh, hence uh, the issues that are occurring and that we see. Uh, Now, I am... Uh, Streaming as long as I can on Facebook and Periscope. I have DLive, which has uh, censored me to make me triple X. Please join, uh, follow me on DLive. It's a Tori says. Uh, You can find me there, also on Twitch. And as long as I can on the free platforms, I will be uh, sharing my content. Uh, Twitch is free too if you catch it live, but you have to subscribe in order to see it if you can't be on when I'm live. Uh, That's the downfall on that one, right? And we have a lot to talk about today. I think, I I mean, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Today, I have been uh, uploading a couple of articles that have been resurrected that are quite important right now. Uh, The one about George Soros, uh, about Linux and interactive internet activities, And in there, you see that from May, I was talking about McChrystal, the low-hanging fruit, that now the mainstream media is catching up months later. And the reason I, I point this out is not to say, oh, look, I know, I know, I know, I time travel, and it wouldn't be fair. It's like, you know, I'm running against someone with no legs. You know, it's not fair. I'm not pointing it out for that reason. I'm pointing it out to let you know that the information that I've put out there that has been already out there for those that steal other people's work or are looking for stories could have taken and reported to you, which means many things. (laughs) No one's going to sit here and tell me, oh, they probably didn't see it. BS. I send it to all of them. I'm part of their stupid little drops. I watch what they're instructed to do and their little DM groups And they're little, I'm in every single group you can imagine. And just like they're in every single group I am in. (laughs) So I'm not pointing it out to say, oh, look at me, look at me. Please don't take it that way. It's to show you how they do not want to tell you the news. And they will only tell you the real news and what's happening when they are forced to. When they are forced to tell you, they will tell you. That is the point, okay? That is the point. Not, oh, look at me. Again, I'm not going to sit here and boast how I I know these things because it wouldn't be fair, right? It's not. I already know what's coming. I already have that access. I already have that knowledge, and it, it's not fair. It's like how I play Scrabble on Xbox. I cheat. I use an, an app called Unscramble I know. How sad is that? It's because I get so upset. Um, So that's cheating. So me, uh, you know, telling people, hey, look at me, look at me is cheating because I already know. You already know. I have a lot of people tagging me in this Assange stuff as if it's some revelation when I wrote about it in 2019. So I'll resurrect those articles while I'm um, adjusting the video uh, for uh, upload. But People are telling me, oh my gosh, President Trump gave a deal. I'll read to you directly. The article is kind of, it is on my website right now as uncategorized. Uh, there's two articles that I put out. One is called Serendipity, Mueller Report, FISA, Apps, Brexit, Assange, and Ecuador. You know, actually, let me uh, share this with you so that you can see it, those of you that are on there. So we can start with that. Um, Wait, let me see which one we're going to start with. Uh, So April 6th and April 11th. So let's start with the April 6th article. 2019, of course, we're talking. Again, not fair. I'm not trying to, you know... Oh, look at me. I'm trying to tell you the information's already there. So over here, I'm, I'm, it's, this article is called Serendipity, Mueller Report, FISA Apps, Brexit, Assange and Ecuador. Now, keep in mind, these articles are still uncategorized because I've, uh, I had some great anons, which means people in the present, uh, that have collected things. I've had, I have really great friends that have helped me, um, resurrect a few things because it is so tedious to actually go and find it on the way back machine. Uh, and that's what I'm going to have to do to have to find this on the Wayback machine and, um, uh, you know, take in all the pictures and whatever's missing from here. So in this one, I was talking about how outlets are reporting that Assange is facing expulsion. This is before he was arrested. And uh, in the next few days, uh, with the president, you know, coming from the uh, President Moreno of Ecuador, who was in Washington, D.C. a couple of days after. Him. Well, let's just leave it there. So um, here's a video of Assange talking about Seth Rich. Um, here's what the UK media had uh, stated about diplomatic asylum. But the, it, see, like this is missing, so I'll have to go find it. But the important part here, is um, uh, what transpired afterwards. And I'll, and I'll share that piece with you because a lot of people are like, did you know that President Trump cut a deal? And I see these uh, tweets, hey, have you seen this? And it's like, wrote about it over a year ago. So here is where it gets interesting, okay? I analyzed what's going on, but let me read this to you. Let's remind o- ourselves of what this amazing representative did. Russia hoax was in full swing. Frustrated with the special counsel, he decided to go to the source of the hacked emails. Representative Dana Robacher, oh, remember, Dana was not elected afterwards. Uh, he's a Republican, former speechwriter, typo, hello, uh, for President Reagan, met with Le- WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange on August 16, 2017, and sat with him for a minimum of three hours. Roebreaker said that Assange claims to have proof that Russia was not behind the DNC email hacks. The Orange County Register, uh, where this was reported, said that Assange provided him evidence but declined to say what it was. If this is true, then the whole Russia hoax was an investigation that the Obama administration intentionally um, and unknowingly established a special council for hoax. Okay. I think this copy and paste resurrection has really either, either my spellings like super bad or whatever. But, um, here it, he says, uh, that in, in a wall street journal article, um, confirmed that general Kelly had declined the meeting requested by Dana to the president. So basically Dana went and saw him, Dana had a hard drive Dana asked General Kelly to meet with President Trump and General Ken- Kelly said, no, you're not allowed to. Now, that could be in a way to protect the president, to not have access to these things as they were done from outside channels, but it doesn't matter because if you were to go and meet with Assange and he gave you a jump drive with the evidence, you have every right to request an audience with the president. Anyone can request it. I mean, if needed, you speak with the president or his representative. Well, Dana was shunned, so he said, in regards to Assange, he would get nothing, obviously, if what he gave us was not proof. I left that statement to linger so people can understand. And like I said, how fast this pans out is how fast we get him here. Mm -hmm. So that's on that for Assange. So I'll resurrect those articles properly uh, so people understand. That was from 2019, so the information's always been there. It seems like, uh, (laughs) like the media is maybe, you know, they took down my website and annihilated it because they wanted to discredit me and say, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's never known what she's talking about, or maybe just take my stories and revamp them. Uh, because it seems a uh, pretty interesting how, you know, they go about on this. It's, it is pretty interesting. I I'm shocked. I never expected such type of behavior from them. Like for example, in regards to crystal, right? Where everyone's talking about it. Uh, look, let me show you this. Let me. Um, I not only talked about McChrystal and uh, the Shadow Net, but I also talked about the person stalking, uh, who's a check mark, specific one. <laughs> we see the general. So I also showed you the company that, um, a crystal is with, which is main street one. And what he does is the weaponization of the internet, winning the information war to win election main street one repairs and restores online disclosures for progressive causes and campaigns. Like they're telling you they're doing. And the weird thing is they're board members for like kitties and stuff. I mean, all of them do. And again, linking back to amalgamated bank. Hmm. Interesting. I did see a few articles that flew around yesterday as I was waiting to watch the movies. Wait a minute. I have to tell you about that. Um, and I did see that, uh, people are now starting to talk a lot about things that should have been talked about before and they're bringing it up now, which is, um, a little bit bizarre, but, uh, talking about president Trump's brother and his, uh, BCCI, I wrote a lot of those articles about the BCCI. I'm hoping to resurrect those very soon for you. Uh, they were quite interesting and very informative. So, uh, let me tell you about the movies. I went to watch tenant. So my, um, so the movie was good it was hard to follow for someone that didn't understand what they were going to watch, and it was, uh, it was one of those eighty-five percent truth, fifty-fifteen percent lie. But the fifteen percent lies were so big that, um, you know, it kind of obfuscated the truth. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, and the funny thing is the movie was, uh, we, we went in there, it started at, uh, six 30 and I think we got out like nine 30. So my daughter and I were the only ones in the movie theater. It was all to ourselves. Uh, we were the only ones watching it. And when the movie was over, we exited guys. There was no one in that movie theater. AMC had shut everything down completely completely. Uh no lights on. Everything was locked. Uh, you know, I could have went to the back and helped myself to candy or whatever I wanted. There was no one there. Absolutely no one. And so I sat there for a second. I was like, hmm, so what do I do? Do I call the police? This was the thought. And tell them, hey, AMC kind of forgot about us in here and we need to go. And so then I had a banter. I was like, listen, there's always an emergency exit that's only out and never gets locked because you can't come in through it. So I was going to use the emergency exit. My little one was like, no, then the bells will go off and the police will come and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you like broke in. I was like, no, there's cameras and they'll see that they forgot us there. I'm okay with that. We didn't commit a crime. So we went through the emergency exit. I don't know if that set off a silent alarm or anything, but we finally got out. We were trapped in the movie theater. Like I can say that I've had that done, I, that that I experienced that in my life. It was it was, hilarious. it was hilarious. I actually was thinking, well, what if I go in the back? I've always, I haven't I have had Maltesers for a while and I, I never, I, I didn't ask for them. Whoppers, right? Maltesers, Whoppers. Um, and I was thinking of getting those little malt balls, but then I was like, no, you know, this is fun. This is an experience uh it was like 9:30 and so they just like literally forgot us in there i actually took a little bit of a video of us just in an abandoned movie theater locked in cuz when we were walking we were like wow it's eerily dark <laughs> until we get to the front and it's like <laughs> empty completely so that was fun i thought i'd share that cuz um yeah that's one of those things it's like what so <clears throat> So yesterday we watched that movie, uh, tenant. It was, it was all right. The acting was great. Um, uh, the storyline was great and, um, it was interesting. It was interesting how they skewed fact to fiction. Uh, but you know, that you are able to visualize as well, which was super incredible Uh, to see. So if you guys can go to the movies, first of all, no one's going. So it's just going to be you. Second, this is like the first time that I actually went to a theater that had couches that wasn't like a Cenotopia that they have out West, you know, which is like couches and whatever. And I don't think I can go back to like old school theater <laughs> with the uncomfortable chairs. Like I was actually concerned that I doze off. Uh, but it, the movie was great. Um, I urge you to go cause a lot of people aren't going. Uh, so that'll, um, that'll be fun. Uh, so uh, now where we start today, aside from the fact we touched upon uh, Assange, uh, we touched upon—I mean, everything's being rigged for red right now. But uh, um, what do we? I think we should start with Steve Bannon, and I'll tell you why. So a lot of people that are not—I don't want to say good—a lot of people uh, have jump ship on Steve Bannon. A lot of people have refused to interview him uh, because he's been tainted now, right? People talked a lot of smack about him. Uh, he was indicted for whatever, and you'll hear him talk about it. Um, and people aren't giving him the time of day. Tucker, on the other hand, who understands how the swamp works, who understands that most of this mud is all for show. Um, and like I told you the day he was arrested, what did I say? Huh? Interesting. What they're doing to him is disgusting. It's political. I said that. I said that. And I also told you this way, they were monitoring communications of people in the Trump campaign. That is the reason they opened up this investigation, which is BS. BS. There is like nothing legal. It sounds almost like the attack that was happened on me uh, years ago when I tried to do something for our nation, okay, and for a community that's just like seriously gone tits up. Like, no hope. And to think, it's only like, what, 40,000 people? They're all insane. All of them just want to be corrupt. You know, it's like swamp of the swamp up to their eyeballs. Like, how do you help someone that doesn't want to come out of the swamp? So, um, what they did to him is so eerily familiar, but for me, because there was no way it could be linked we, because there was no money exchanged in the form of a charity, they couldn't go after me, uh, for criminal, but instead they, cause there wasn't no charity. They're the only one saying there was a charity, right? In my case, they went civil, but in the civil case, they used secret subpoenas all over me. Like when I tell you my life has had a colonoscopy, I'm not kidding you. Like they've been everywhere. And because they came up empty, they gave me questions like, tell us where have you lived since you were 18? Tell us what you did. Uh, every single job you've had since you 18. I was like, how does this have anything to do with your claim that I have a charity and that you have no victim and no claim that relief can be requested on? This is how they work. They use their muscle. That's why I said when trolls came out and they started saying things, I was like, shut up, dude. I've had a whole state up my, up my tushy. They've picked apart everything they can pick apart and they came up empty, but you're going to come up with something. Please take a seat, take a seat, take a seat. That's, uh, so again, here is Tucker who says, you know, uh, yeah, no, no victims, no crime. I know. Tell me about it, but (laughs) that's how it does. Uh, So yeah, so like that. Yeah, so when did you stop beating your child, right? (laughs) Or when did you stop beating your wife? That's it. So that's the thing. Um, People don't seem to understand how the, the big boy world works. When you go up against big people and when you're pissing a lot of big people off, swamp creatures, they come at you with everything and anything. They will come at you for, you know, misplacing a pen. Okay. They will, if, if you're, if you have a government contract, they will audit the crap out of you. They will see, does your website have, uh, you know, um, does your website have like ADA guidelines for blind people? I'm just saying they go as far as possible, as far as possible. And that's, what's disgusting. Um, I actually, speaking of it, uh, the same troll farm, well, it's actually a criminal informant paid person, uh, that was used against me locally in that state has actually been used and weaponized against all citizens within that city. Uh, guess what they did? So the, the mayor there had decided that they're going to put up a flag, right? For LGBT, whatever. So they hoist it up and it's, it's way larger than the American flag. And then there was this insane woman that took a spot in the council. Like who voted for her? She had like those eyes, the crazy eyes. And she was like, you can't tell me to shut up. I'm part of the city council and I am gay. I'm a lesbian. And we're going to be just as proud as, POW flags. And and it's like, wait a minute, stop. Did you just compare who you have sex with behind closed doors that provides absolutely zero contribution to our nation's protection to prisoner of war and MIA? Are you kidding? Wait, 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 wait. I have to find the video. Guys, you have to watch this. And they're pumping it up like it's some like grandiose deal. I was just like, is this, who is like... What these people are insane. And c- consider this,, every single person there, I'll tell you. I'm like so conservative. and I like Trump. It's like, um, dude, you're nuts. Who elects these people? Who and their local paper? even worse. They have people that are threatening others, calling them bigots, harassing them, making them lose their jobs, their business. if they don't support LGBTQ because the flag is like twenty times larger 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 than the American flag and then she goes and compares herself oh my gosh to freaking POWs are you kidding is this where we're at like this is i mean people need to to really step that up like what is going on it is the most insane thing i had ever seen hold on you guys have to watch this i'm sorry on the tangent right there but I saw it and was just like, stop. This is not real. Hold on. It's like two minutes. You have to watch this. And she was calling people bigots and how dare you. And the mayor just sat there. Uh, It was so disgusting. I was like, who, who voted? I saw when they were voting these people in like what was happening. This is like the whole city council meeting. So one guy comes up and he's offended. These people are offended that the LGBTQ flag, first of all, was not voted on by the city council. It was just this chick that took her authority to do it with the mayor. Second, it was way larger than the American flag. And then this chick had the cheek to actually compare gays and lesbians, bisexuals and trans to prisoners of war i kid you not listen to this listen to
2: this your thoughts about that flag being oh you bet so as some of you may not be aware and and, and just one point Uh, yes mr walker i've heard enough i'll put my hand up okay
3: just like the mayor does
2: okay i'm not waving but guess what you don't get to tell me when i can stop speaking. well i'm going to i'm an elected official you can't do that can i
4: do that mr mayor
5: Mr. Walker, if she's given the floor, I'm going to give her the five minutes, just like everyone else. And I will let you finish up your five minutes. And you'll start the clock. Clock is running as soon as... I don't need five minutes. Please go ahead. So,
2: Mr. Walker, if you're not aware, and I think a lot of people in this room are not aware, and have come here just because this is a gay issue, I am proudly the first openly elected lesbian in North Dakota. So that is why I'm not paying any heed to your crap. I am. We the people, I'm the people, I live in Minot, I have a taxpayer, I am a person, I get to see myself represented on that flagpole. Just as much as the people who got the Juneteenth flag last month, as much as the POW MIAs will get later this month, every single person is entitled to see themselves represented. We are not some group of people who live in San Francisco or Seattle, we are here. We are your elected officials. We are your brothers. We are your sisters. And don't tell me you're not hatred and anger. That's all I feel. I've had to listen to it for days now, as is the mayor and many of my colleagues. It is unacceptable. This city is big enough for all of us. Me having a flag flying doesn't take away anything from your rights and freedoms. But you know what it does for me? It shows me I live in a city that appreciates and embraces me and the people of my community and that I can live here and feel safe. That's what it does. I'm sorry it doesn't make you feel comfortable, but we're here, we're queer, and we're not going away.
1: What? Guys, you have to like watch it. They're insane. Like when I tell you, I, it's like, listen, I don't understand why you need a flag flown, you know, to tell people who you sleep with. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. And I'm not homophobic. Hey, I may be, you know, I'm, I'm just saying like, no, that's not happening. So not homophobic, not this, but I just don't see the point. Of having to rub it into somebody's face and like, and not only that, she compared, oh, just like we have our flag so soda, the POWs, ugh, barf anyone? Hello, let's all throw up right in our mouths with what she said. This woman is insane. And they, they literally replaced the people that left the city council with her. Right. And so she's like, You we're your elected officials. Like what? So that means that I need to respect you. If I put you there, I could take you out. She is insane. Pure insanity. And not only that, coming from that, just so you understand, the local paper allowed a criminal informant that I don't understand how the people allow these people to bully them. They harass them at their work. They lose their jobs. They lose their customers. They make you kneel. This is the disgusting part. This is how it went. And their local paper actually did it, which, by the way, the local paper, the editor has a lawsuit coming his way. Over a year ago, I told him, you ever write an article about me again, you're going to get sued. I will never write an article about you again. Well, editor, you just did. So you're getting sued for that because I have you in your email where you hate Trump and you were foaming at your mouth writing about it. Now I'm going to publish that so everybody can see what an editor of an Al Jazeera-backed newspaper writes. Uh, Meanwhile, President Trump is making Al Jazeera, just so you know,
6: just so you know,
1: registers a foreign registered agent. Okay. I'm just saying. So, uh, it's, it's horrible what's going on in these little cities and, you know, Minot's not that small. It's attracted a lot of, uh, a big attention out of this world attention too, uh, for the things that they did. Remember, uh, they had a fire on, um, uh, on their base <laughs> about a year ago. wonder what they burned there. Uh, so. Just saying on that one, too. So uh, for all of you, you should go watch that meeting. People were upset of the size of the flag was bigger than the American flag. It was the most disgusting pose ever yeah al jazeera is not american it's qatari funded just so you know um it's a qatari backed uh news organization and they own a lot of small town papers and they fund these jihadis fund a lot of these newspapers now this one specifically is owned by a coal family in west virginia uh, which i know very well so i think it's the advertisements not sure what the connection is i do know that a couple of the people that write for them have had um have written for, well, the forum, I guess, um, were actually signed. Uh, their little things were filed with the Secretary of State through Al Jazeera representatives, which was really weird. But yeah, um, I thought I'd show it to you just to see how insanity goes forward, because I know a lot of us know that this uh, election is in the bag. People will be voting for Trump in a landslide. This man is winning so hard, it's ridiculous. But look at what I'm talking about the local end. Like, how are these people still in seats? You know, that mayor was the one that facilitated the $200 million debt on the citizens and sat there and let it happen. He let it happen. They're so broke, but all these people seem to find money and have secret meetings and talk about things. And then when they need money, they just sue organizations. They have, you know, um, companies that are building things for the city because they're not doing it fast enough. And it's like, no, one's going to do it for free, dude. You can't just sue them because you're not paying them. Uh, but that's, that's how they work. And the, the point that I want to make here is this is what you have to fix after the elections for now. Keep that in mind on your local level, school boards, city councils, mayorships, governors, secretary of states, attorney generals, tax commissioners, all those positions within your state, you need to fix that. Because as I said for years, while we're focused on the federal level, we're not paying attention to the peripheries. Because if that little city and that state that only has 700,000 people in it is so corrupt, When it comes down to it and everybody votes for President Trump, well, it comes down to the Electoral College, doesn't it? That's a question you got to ask yourself. How bought and sold are they? Because even if the state is majority Republican, if your Electoral College wishes to sway to the left, do you see what I'm trying to say? Just warning you. Just warning you. Uh so yeah, there is. There's a Soros DA program, mayor program, judge programs, the whole nine yard sheriff programs, everything. Everything. And like I've said before, these people will terrorize you and they will attack you. They will cancel you. They will go after your business. They will go after your job. They will go after your family until you kneel and obey them. That's what they want. They want you to obey. Because you have no right to speak your mind. You have no right to go against what they're telling you. Because if you do, then they cancel you. Uh, and speaking of canceling, you know that site QMAP pub? The one that I said, you know, I didn't like the fact that they would put titles skewing what the drops were, you know, the QAnon drops. You know, they would put these like titles and and immediately when you'd read it, you have that context. They shouldn't have. But whatever. It doesn't matter. They were doing something for the people. They were aggregating information. There's no there's no harm in that. And it shouldn't be looked down on. But, you know, Jason Galinas was in um, was uh someone who was working you know to to operate that website like coding it and keeping it up and going well apparently um, Citigroup where he's been a director and works as an IT group manager uh, a director right so this guy is a grown-up with a solid career people went after him and Citigroup, is now placed him on paid leave pending an internal investigation after he was identified as the operator of the most prominent website dedicated to the QAnon conspiracy theory. So they've went for his job. Now, if Citigroup fires him for doing things on his time That give him pleasure, whatever that may be. You can have a website about plants, about dogs, about kitties, about QAnon, about the Sunrise Movement, right? Because if Citigroup wants to go there, I could start outing, I could start outing all their executives that work with the Sunrise Movement. I can. And a lot of them are sitting in our Tory Says chat group too. I can oust all of them out. I can put out a list. And say, here's the people that work for Citigroup. Here's the people that work for Bank of America. Because then we need an internal investigation to see if you're the ones funneling the Soros money with your positions. I don't know. What is it called? Oh, you're in the Forex? Okay. Hmm. Tellers. Tons of them. Working the Sunrise Movement. If they want to play, I can play. I mean, I don't know Jason personally. But I'm all game. If they want to play that game... So, all of us should be going behind him. It says, Galena's earned over $3,000 a month on a crowdfunded Patreon site dedicated <laughs> to supporting the QAnon site, which he said help cover the monthly operating costs. Why not? Why can't he get funded to be able to maintain that site? He spends his time. Do people just expect people to just use their time for free? I don't see how that's a bad thing. And Citigroup says, as outlined in our code of conduct, employees are required to disclose and obtain approvals for outside business activities. This isn't a business. It's a hobby. And if someone has a blog and people are donating money for them to maintain a website or a blog, nobody has to report anything. Citigroup is in a lot of trouble in a lot of trouble because we could start posting about how they're working with terrorist organizations and they're high up on the ladder in Citigroup. I hope Citigroup is listening and I hope one of you trolls for the sunrise are listening because I got a list and it's got your pictures, names, and jobs. I can can list it too. I just don't believe in cancel culture. But if something happens to Jason, even though I don't know him, I'd be more than happy to publish, at least the Citigroup part. You know the Antifa ones, the Sunrise ones, the what? What's the new one? Um, the that. Um, oh wait, I'm trying to remember. There's a whole list of you guys in another group. Um, oh, why is it? It's at the tip of my tongue. Uh, the global governance. Ha, there we go. Global governance. Uh, This is it. Global governance. It's all about collaborative governance. You mean climate governance. You mean communism. So I've got all the names, all the pictures, and every single point. But so does the FBI, by the way. Okay? Just letting you all know. So does the FBI. So those of you in my Tory Says chat group that have been made, and you know who you are, that's good. Now think about it this way and someone actually said that in the chat I was just about to say it if Jason was actually posting anti-Trump things or working for the Sunrise Movement or Antifa or global governance I guess there wouldn't be an issue would there so I guess we need the FBI to take a look at Citigroup's financials just like they did Bank of America for funneling money for George Soros I mean they are one of the biggest contributors to some of these things so as I said This is war. And our president has made promises. He's kept them and they're upset. And speaking of upset before we get to Steve Bannon, well, no, let's get to Bannon because he's been maimed and stained and everyone is so rude. I saw his interview and he seemed kind of flustered too. I wanted to reach out through the TV and hug him and say, calm down, breathe. You're, you're, you're running into two subjects at once I know you're freaking out. Here you go.
7: For about a year, we've been talking about the presidential election out there somewhere on the horizon. You wake up this morning and you realize it's 47 days away, less than a month from right now. We will be the first Tuesday in November and we're going to vote for a new president. This has been by far the most intense presidential election season in the lifetime of anyone watching it but it feels like we're moving towards something even more intense. What's gonna happen on election day and in the days following? The people who've been thinking most clearly about this on both sides are the people who've done it before, who've been involved at a high level on a presidential campaign. Steve Bannon has done that. He's one of the people who ran Donald Trump's 2016 effort. He was recently back in the news last month, he was indicted on fraud charges related to a nonprofit of build the wall nonprofit he was running. He hasn't been on television since then. He hasn't given any interviews on advice of counsel, but we wanted to hear what he thinks is going to happen as we move toward November. We also wanted to ask him about the charges against him. He agreed to come on tonight and we're happy to have him. Steve Bannon, thanks a lot for coming. So I, I want to ask hey, you thanks, first.
3: Talker. Thanks for having you, me.
7: You reemerged into the national consciousness in a fairly big way, uh, in August when you were arrested on fraud charges, you haven't responded. Uh, publicly that I'm aware of to those charges. So I want to give you a chance uh, to sum up your views on it.
3: Well, you know, Bill Burke's my attorney. You know him. I think he's the best attorney in, in D.C. So he says, hey, you should lay off this. But look, I, I, I got to come forward. You know, uh, Attorney General Barr said it, I think at Hillsdale the other night. This is uh, this is headhunting of high profile uh, political targets that are associated with President Trump. It's not random that it was four years almost to the day that I took over the campaign, that these uh, this indictment came out, right? What these guys wanted to do was uh, criminalize political speech, make sure I didn't go back to the campaign. What they messed up is I was never going back to the campaign. The campaign's in great shape. You got Bill Stepien, Jason Miller, Steve Cortez, others. They're doing a great job and will deliver a victory on November 3rd for President Trump. So I have been, because of my work on War Room Pandemic, we were the first guys to be on the pandemic in January. We understood what your opening segment was about, Tucker, the Democratic Party has traumatized their base. They're not going to come out to vote. And so somehow they have to concoct a some effort to steal this election because they're not going to get people to come out and vote on game day, the 3rd of November of this year. And that's what I've been I, I, working on for the last couple of months. I was never going back. I was never going back to the campaign. And that's where these guys messed up. My platform's bigger now. My voice is bigger. I've got more resources. And all we're focused on is to make sure that the progressive so I, left – and the corporatists cannot steal, cannot steal the election with Donald Trump.
7: I I want to just drill down briefly, because this is a complex topic and you're going to have an opportunity to respond in court. Um, But the the sort of macro charge is you defrauded people who sent you money to build a wall. You said you wouldn't take any money. The charges claim that you did. What's your response to that?
3: I I had my, my C4 had a one. If you read the indictment, I had a $1 million contract Okay, to kind of be the DC office oversee the wall uh, construction, to to do seminars, conferences. If you want to see it, you know, go to Vice News, go to BBC, go to the opening uh, season of uh, of uh, Showtimes, The Circus, the opening episode in the 19th season. They're traveling around the country, following us on these town halls. We did town halls, conferences. We built a wall, uh, two thirds of a mile of wall, up a mountain in El Paso, within a hundred days. Of starting, I was I was a contractor and ran an advisory board that brought together the best and brightest of all the wall people. So they're not going to criminalize. They're not going to shut me down about talking about the wall. They're not going to criminalize us talking about the wall. Okay. We brought in Kobach and and Sheriff Clark and all these guys. So that's what the indictment failed to say. But look, all that'll come out in court. It, over it, time. it, it will. It will. And I don't is that they're not the key. Yeah, the key it, thing is they're not going to shut ahead. me. They want to criminalize political speech, and they're not going to shut me down. I'm more focused than ever. We're kicking off a national tour on Monday called the Plot to Steal 2020. They're not going to stop my voice in assisting President Trump and making sure that this election that he's going to win on the third is not stolen from him.
7: Big tech is clearly taking a side in this election. They have unprecedented levels of power over what people know. Um and I'm wondering how you think they will use that power as we approach the election specifically.
3: You, you, you saw the other night, you had Dr. Yan on from, from, uh, from China, as a fact witness on the, on the weapons labs over there, and also wrote this amazing paper. What, what, what Twitter did is ripped her Twitter account down right away, they took her off Facebook when they had to the replay of your show that was on fire throughout the world. And, but they allowed the Chinese Communist Party to beat down on her every second with all of their running dogs. That's what you're going to see. That's a preamble to what's going to happen on November 3rd. They're talking about it. They're already saying both Facebook and Twitter that they're not going to announce a winner. Here's what's going to happen. Donald J. Trump is going to win the vote on the only day that matters. That's November 3rd. He's going to win the real election in the way we've done it with secret ballots, with people going into a a booth and voting for president of the United States. Okay. by that evening, he will be the winner. And what they're going to do is that between the lawfare they've got with 800 attorneys under Eric Holder, the mob they've got with Antifa and the radical elements of Black Lives Matter, but most importantly, the digital muscle of Facebook and Twitter, they're going to sit there and they're going to not declare Trump the winner.
7: You were right there running the campaign four years ago today, looking at the poll numbers now as objectively as you can, as compared to the numbers you were looking at four years ago today. How do you think the president's reelect looks?
3: I think the president, I think the team's done a great job. When I look at these numbers in the, in the cross tabs, when I drill down on them, I think the president's got a, not just a great shot. I think he will be the winner on November 3rd. I think the, the, I think the campaign's totally focused. I think Biden is a cipher. He can't draw a crowd. So I think, I think right now that I think the campaign's doing great. The president's doing great. I see a victory on November 3rd. And I was the first guy to tell me he was going to win back in August of 16th. Huh.
7: And then maybe the real contest begins. Steve Bannon. I'm glad that you came on. Thank you that's very when, much. That's when the war starts. I. I Thanks, I'm Doctor. beginning to. Th- I'm beginning to think that's true. Um, appreciate it. Thank you. So
1: I love the fact that Tucker had him on to talk about what's going on with his case. It was so similar to mine. I said it the minute they indicted him and sent postal workers to him. I was like, listen, his was on a grander scale and they had money, uh, but involved mine didn't. So hence why they went criminal. Cause you know, they would have went on mine criminal if they could, it was totally the same book. They have the same playbook. They have the same playbook and president Trump has told you there's tons of people you don't know about that they have annihilated and they have destroyed their lives. He's told you that he knows, he knows. And for anyone saying that he doesn't, doesn't understand just how brilliant our president is. So, you know, these people are just, they're stupid and they're not smart and they think they know better and well, they don't. We do. And what they fear the most is that, huh, we are on top of it, period. So I'm going to take a quick intermission to fill up my coffee. And uh, we're going to play a a tune I found uh, that's pretty nice. And it also has video. Take a listen.
0: Digital soldiers, do I wanna see Coleman in jail? Yeah, yeah. Do I want Hillary in a cell? Yeah, yeah. Am I done to at 45, Yeah, yeah. At a rally, do I feel alike? Yeah, yeah. Will the wall slow down the cocktails? Yeah. Listen, will I vote Trump 2020? Hell yeah. I'm conservative and you can tell, yeah, yeah. Where we go when we go all in, yeah. Promises being and promises kid. I can roll with a press like that. Promises made and promises kid. Uh huh.
8: I can roll Grabbing popcorn, it's about to go down. If you didn't know, I guarantee you know now. The criminal cabal trying to keep it on the low now, yeah. but we got the right guy for a showdown at the Trump rally. People streaming so loud, Patriots
0: united yeah. and we're standing so proud. kind to get easy. ain't nowhere to go now. Say goodbye yeah. to the deep state when we control you now. See call me in jail, yeah yeah. Do I want Hillary in a cell, yeah yeah? Uh-huh. And my daughter riding 45, yeah yeah. At a rally, do I feel alive, yeah yeah? Will the wall slow down the? Car? Tells, yeah, they say well I vote Trump 2020 Hell yeah I'm hey. oh, yeah. conservative yeah. and you can tell yeah yeah Where we go when we go all in yeah Promises made and promises kid yeah, Jay. I can roll with a press like that uh-huh. Promises made and promises kids uh-huh, uh-huh. I can roll with a press like that Let's go yeah.
8: Jason was a gentile but severe enough Red pill music up, it's time to get it on. Yeah. Wake up and make them realize what's going on. The great awakening And
9: we've been waiting for so long. Where we go, Where we go, all together we're so strong. But divided we are, we don't want to all along. Just all they got it right, but All I got it wrong. Cause it never realized So
8: we
0: would buy what we do long. Red Mega hat and I'm proud to put it on. And if that mission there, go
9: ahead and teach the song. Cause I'm a patriot, so what you need now? Wake up and ask yourself what team is going on. Yeah. Cause
0: I'm with pay pay, pay music Jason was a gentile and American citizens Red Bill music <laughs> Na 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 ay, oh, oh, oh 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 I represent my God in my country Na 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 ay, oh, oh 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 Shout out to Red 78 Na 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 ayo oh, oh 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 I represent my God in my country Na 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 ay, oh 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 General, Shout Flynn. Out to General, General Flynn. Flynn Do I want to see Call Me in jail Yeah yeah Do I want Hillary yeah, yeah. Am uh, my down ride right, with 45? Yeah, yeah. At a rally, do I feel alive? Yeah, yeah. Will the walls slow down the cartels? Yeah. They say, will I vote Trump 2020? Hell yeah. I'm conservative and you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Where we go, when we go all in. Yeah. Promise this meeting, promise this kid. Uh-huh. I can roll with the press like that. We the this meeting, promise kid. Uh-huh. I can roll with the press you like don't
9: that. Don't
1: All right. So I thought that I would share that because it's a it's a pretty nice song and it was a nice uh, montage, as one would say. I think we should start getting into uh, some um, really interesting things that have been coming up. So I did my little Iran special. And the purpose of that special was to introduce you to the idea that Iran is a lot bigger than what you think. For some reason, I think people just think of tents and, you know, oh, they have nuclear weapons. And it's like a dark, uh, you know, just a dark spot on the map that no one has any idea what's going on. These people have the best cyber capabilities you've seen. They work with people from ISI. Uh, And that is the Pakistani intelligence, which is one of the best intelligence agencies on the planet. I mean, Brennan trained there, Obama trained there. A lot of people have trained there. And one day, uh, maybe during a conversation uh, with uh, Buff, we could talk about our adventures in Karachi and Islamabad. Um, But uh, just uh, recently, uh, a couple days ago, I think it was like the 15th, 14th, 15th, uh, the um, District of Massachusetts charged, um, well, the DOJ, uh, is seeking hackers for defacing U.S. websites following the killing of Qasem Soleimani. So uh, websites were targeted uh, by the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps Quds Force. Um, and the names of the people that they have is a guy named Behsad Mohab Mohammed Zadib. Uh, who is about 19 years old, and he is an Iranian, and uh, Marwan Abursur, who's about 25, and um, is um, someone that identifies to be Palestinian, they, they claim, this is what they know. So basically, the hackers victimized innocent third parties in a campaign to retaliate for the military action that killed Soleimani, man behind countless acts of terror against Americans, etc. Um, so there are, they're wanted. And apparently, they transmitted computer code to about 51 websites hosted in the United States and defaced those websites by replacing their content with pictures of the late General Soleimani. Hmm. Well, you know, when is the DOJ going to go and, you know, file any charges uh, against the Washington Post for glorifying him and giving him a, uh, you know, <laughs> a memorial page, I should I mean, this is ridiculous. This is the United States of America. And, um, you know, it was um, it was uh, quite interesting to see who, what, when, and where sits on what side of the fence at that time. So um, that's happening. Speaking of uh, foreign fronts, I'm glad to see that TikTok is now being banned. Thank you for realizing that Twitter is part of uh, the other company that is Tencent that also funded the Jones International Group, you know, General Jones, that uses a charity as a front, a charity of veterans as a front to launder money and hijack your reality. Pretty incredible.
6: Commerce Department is announcing new prohibitions on the Chinese-owned apps, TikTok and WeChat. WeChat. These new rules will prohibit both apps from being sold in the United States app stores, as well as uh, banning money transfers through WeChat in the United States. Joining me right now in an exclusive interview is the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross. Mr. Secretary, it's good to see you this morning. Thank you so much for joining us.
10: Thank you, Maria. Good to be on with you.
6: So, of course, we are waiting on the president and the government's uh, decision on a potential deal with TikTok. But walk us through this Commerce Department ruling here. Uh, These are separate from the ongoing negotiations between Oracle and TikTok, correct?
10: Yes. The uh, ongoing negotiations between TikTok and Cepheus, of which commerce is a part, (coughs) are separate from these rules these rules are put out so, in connection with executive orders 13942 and 13943 dealing respectively with TikTok and WeChat
6: so you are the commerce department is is going to be uh, banning transactions relating to the mobile applications tell me what this means uh as far as TikTok and WeChat, I mean, could this be turned or overturned once we get details on a plan with Oracle and and Walmart? Because this latest plan has Oracle and Walmart, along with existing American investors, taking ownership of the app's U.S. operations. We we understand the CEO of Walmart, Doug McMillan, will also get a seat on the board. TikTok would also reportedly file for an IPO in the next 12 months.
10: Right. Well, there are two separate situations. Both are a problem in that both are taking data from American public and sending it to China is our fear. Where they differ is that WeChat is essentially a funds transfer and payment processing mechanism. For all practical purposes, it will be shut down in the U.S., but only in the U.S., as of midnight on Monday by the Commerce Department ruling. TikTok is more complicated because in effect, there are two alternatives there. One is the rules that we'll be announcing right now. And the other is if there is a transaction completed by November 12th. The original orders required Commerce Department to promulgate these rules in the Federal Register by September 20th. The 20th is Sunday. Federal Register doesn't publish on Sunday, doesn't publish on Saturday. That's why we're publishing them today. So as to TikTok, the only real change as of Sunday night will be, won't have access to Uh, improved apps, updated apps, upgraded apps, or maintenance. So if that were to continue over a long period of time, there might be a gradual degradation of services. But the basic TikTok will stay intact until November 12th. If there's not a deal by November 12th under the provisions of the old order, then TikTok also would be for all practical purposes, shut down.
6: I see. So you are making this in response, obviously, to the president's uh, executive order, but also the fact that, as you just said, the worry is that the CCP is stealing data. Tell us what they're doing exactly, uh, Wilbur. You know, people look at these social media uh, apps and say, well, how could this really be that dangerous? But there's actually a lot of danger related to this. Can you walk us through it?
10: Well, surely. uh, What they collect are data on locality, data on what you're streaming toward, what your preferences are, what you're referencing. Every bit of behavior that the American side is indulging in becomes available to whoever is watching on the other side. And as you know, China has been taking all kinds of data from all sorts of uh, internet activities, and that's what we're trying to squelch.
6: But how, how does this change even with an Oracle partnership? I mean, if you're looking at the CCP trying to take swaths of, of information from, from American citizens, wouldn't that continue regardless? I mean, we've seen the Chinese Communist Party identify people on the inside, whether it's uh, academics or the Houston consulate, to, to to identify people on the inside of these companies and and uh, relay information back to the CCP. H- how would that end if TikTok employees are working for Oracle?
10: Well, there's, there's no way a rule as such can prohibit bad behavior on the part of individuals. That's a question of management. That's a question of supervision. That's a question of enforcement. All that the rules can do is to limit the data to which they have access. And that's the purpose of what's going on here. Uh, the also is a very big difference in size between TikTok and WeChat. WeChat is mainly used by American companies as a payment mechanism in China and elsewhere. That's not being disturbed at all. And that's the big function, that's the big money maker for WeChat. TikTok is the one that's much more into the social media, the little play acts, the kids exchanging data and all that. And so it's a much more complicated thing And I think that's part of the reason that the deals are potentially more complicated. It's both bigger and a more complex interface with the American public.
6: So I want to ask you about the airline CEOs. But one more question on this. The U.S. is going to be blocking TikTok and WeChat downloads beginning on Sunday. Are you expecting retaliation from China?
10: Well, remember, it's not doing the same thing. Our rule is not doing the same thing to TikTok as to WeChat. WeChat U.S., for all practical purposes, will be shut down. As to TikTok, it's just upgrades, maintenance, things like that, that would be shut down at this stage. The real shutdown would come after November 12th in the event that there is not another transaction. So it's very different the way the two are being handled. And that reflects the quantitative and qualitative differences between the two apps.
6: Right. Yeah. No, I as understand. Airlines, but do you think the CCP is going to retaliate? Yeah.
10: Well, that's up to them. But as to the airline question that you also asked right now. Under yeah. The I mean, the, the CEOs are going to be was, meeting
6: with White House chief of staff. They met with the White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, yesterday. They want an additional twenty five billion dollars in coronavirus aid to help them avoid layoffs before the September 30th deadline. Meadows said that the White House could be open to a standalone deal for the sector. What are the opportunities here, Secretary?
10: Well, uh, the issue we're trying to deal with is that as of October 1st, the airlines under the April 25 billion would be free to lay off 30,000 people. We don't want that to happen for obvious reasons. Airline traffic is running about 30% of what it had been a year earlier. And it's really no fault of the airline. It's a fault of the coronavirus. So the reason White House might be receptive to a standalone deal is that it's not right to punish the airlines differentially because of coronavirus. We think coronavirus is soon going to have vaccines in any event, but we've got to bridge the airlines, got to bridge their employees if we can through that period. So that would be the purpose of the additional $25 billion.
6: Understood. What about the former secretary? The president also announced new aid for farmers during his rally in Wisconsin yesterday. Here's what he said.
9: Starting next week, my administration, is committing an additional, you've been asking for this for a long time, $13 billion in relief to help farmers recover from the China virus, including Wisconsin's incredible dairy, cranberry, and ginseng farmers who got hurt badly. Been after that money for a long time.
6: Secretary, the farmers as well, getting getting aid here. You know, a lot of people saying, look, what other industries are there poised to need money? There are a lot of them. Uh, why the farmers M- more money there as well?
10: Well, the farmers really deserve it for the same reason as the airlines may. This is not a problem of their making. This is a problem created by the export from China of the coronavirus to the u.s and earlier some of the constraints that china had put on agricultural trade now lately china has been buying a lot more agriculture from us but still there's a lag and it still is necessary to give the farmers a helping hand through this temporary period of the farmers really don't want aid what they want is trade and we hope as we come out from under the coronavirus, and if China continues to honor its phase one agreement, we hope they will get trade instead of aid.
6: Right. But but I mean, there are other industries that could say the same thing, right? I mean, it, it wasn't the, the restaurant's fault that they had to shut down. Will the government be giving well, the restaurant industry money?
10: Well, the restaurants, as you know, got protected in a different way. Most of them are in the category of employing fewer than the 500 people. And therefore there were separate programs that while they weren't just called restaurant programs effectively benefited the restaurant industry.
6: All right. We will leave it there. Secretary, it's good to see you this morning. Thanks very much for walking us through all of that.
1: Remember it was Wilbur Ross that bailed out Amalgamated Bank when they got busted uh, for, uh, the um, Occupy Wall Street thing and the SEC came down on them for money laundering and he bailed them out I'm just letting you know so just saying now I want to play part of the Great American Comeback event in Wisconsin from yesterday from this point on I think it was uh, the part that we need to watch
9: they are coming after me because I am fighting for you and that's true that's true And we're winning the fight, and we're winning this election. This election, we are doing well. They refuse to say it. They refuse to say it. And they hate to say it. It just drives them crazy. But that night, remember? They started off by saying, this will be a very short evening for Donald Trump. That was Donald Trump in those days. You know, now it's President Trump. I lost all my friends because of this position. I had friends, hey, Don, let's go to dinner. Okay, good, Richard, I'll go. Hey, Don, let's go. Okay, Larry, I'll see you later. We'll meet you at a restaurant in New York. Everybody was like nice and loose. You can have a great conversation. You don't want to know what we talked about. It's just none of your business. But we were loose. All of a sudden, I become president of the United States. And these are a lot of, I know a lot of important people. I know, actually, the people I like the best are the people that are less successful because it makes you feel so powerful. I always say it. Never go out with a successful person. You understand? No, but I know a lot of very successful people, very, very successful. And now they call me up, Mr. President, sir. Uh, w- would you like to get together sometime? I say, loosen up. <laughs> yes, call me Donald. You don't. You've known me for 30 years. Call me Donald. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. President. I appreciate it. No, I lost all my friends because. It's respect for the office, let's face it, it's different. They used to be loose, they used to be great. You could sit back, I'm not a drinker, but you could sit back and have a drink, whatever the hell you're drinking, and now you can't do that anymore. You can't do it anymore. So I have to rely on people in Congress to be my friends. And we just happened to have a couple tonight, and one of them who's been a, a great warrior, and he's doing a fantastic job. I just saw you on television, by the way, Brian. Does everybody know? Brian Style. Brian Style. Young, handsome, but a warrior. When the fake impeachment happened, it was a total fake. What do we finish up with the Republicans? 197 to nothing, right at the House. It was a fake impeachment. I got impeached over a perfect phone call of congratulations to the President of Ukraine who I never met before, okay? I mean, if you're gonna do something, at least know him a little bit, right? I never met him. And then they said it was eight times quid pro quo. That was Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, right? And he went before Congress, and he repeated my conversation, except that he made it all up. Remember, he repeated it, and then I said, ah, fortunately, we had that whole thing essentially recorded. I'm glad I did. But these are very deceptive, deceiving, sick people. And I said, well, he lied because there was no quid pro quo. It was a perfect conversation. But by that time, it was too late because they had already embarrassed themselves by doing it. And Nancy Pelosi was all set. She loved doing it She from day one. But she thought it was what Schiff said. When she saw the conversation, she said to her people, what the hell did you get me into? So they could have dropped it, but they said, let's give it a shot. So we won, and other than Mitt Romney, well, we lost a half a vote, right? He's another beauty. Mitt Romney, he's a real beauty. He couldn't get elected dog catcher right now in Utah. So we have another great one, and he's really a friend of mine, and he's been solid. He loves his country, and he loves his state, Glenn Grothman. Glenn, thank you very much, And a man who just got elected, and he's from an area that I know very well. We did very well. We got about big, big, fat, beautiful contract that produced lots of jobs. But he was taking a legend's place, so it's never easy to replace a legend that's Duffy, in case anybody. And he was running, and uh, we did a lot of work for him, and it was great, and he reacted very well under pressure. You know, a lot of people don't react well under pressure, they choke. They choke. He was under a lot of pressure, and he ended up winning by like 18 points, and now he's your congressman. He's doing a great job. You got to vote for all these people on November 3rd. Tom Tiffany. Thank you, Tom. And we have a great congressional candidate, Derek Van Orden. Where's Derek? Derek, good luck. I hear good things, Derek. Got my total support. I hear very good things. I can only support if I like, you know, our record's like 222 and three. So I don't like to have a loss and I support you 100%, you know that. You have my total endorsement, all right? I hear you, fantastic, right? And your former congressman, who I, I hope is making a lot of money in the private sector because he deserves it, especially his wife, Rachel, deserves it. She's fantastic. He's fantastic because I know he's coming back into government in some form. He can come with us. He can stay here. He can maybe run for governor, or maybe do something. Sean Duffy. Sean Duffy. Oh, but he was—he was the world champion tree climber, and I'm—I love sports, right? Any, anytime you're the world champion at anything, but especially that. And I'll never forget—I was asking him about how was it. Was he said, "Well, he broke his back numerous times. He broke a lot of bones." I said, "Let me ask you a question. How much harder was it to go up the tree than down?" He said, "It was easy going up. The hard part was coming down because if he missed." That was where the danger was, right? That was where the danger. But many times world champion. Could you still do it today? A little bit heavier, he said. Got to carry a little bit more weight. That's all right. That's not a good sign, though, right? Anyway, great job. We love having you, Rachel. Thank you very much. You are a friend. Boxing friends and plenty of other places, right? What a personality. What a personality Rachel has. She's been our friend from day one. I think from day one in a fantastic family, too. Tonight, we're also praying for everyone in the path of Hurricane Sally. We're out there working very hard. We are working in Florida and Alabama and Georgia. We're getting, we have FEMA, we have everybody there. We just finished in, I mean, take a look. We just went to Louisiana, Texas. We're getting hit by some big hurricanes, but we have it under control really good. Our Coast Guard has been fantastic, by the way. Unbelievable, the bravery. They go into these storms. They go into these storms. They say, "How dangerous is it, sir?" It's very dangerous. I say, uh, "All right." They so said, "Would you, the cat?" He said, "Would you like to try it sometime?" I say, "Admiral, no, thank you. I'll take a pass. I think they might have a problem with me doing it." But I will tell you, they are. You know, in Texas, they saved 16,000 people two years ago. The Coast Guard, U.S. Coast Guard. I think there's no brand to me that's gone more than the U.S. Coast Guard. So it's great. Then we're getting them new ships. The ships are all coming, and nice new ones are all built in the USA, beautiful ones. Most of them have already arrived. My administration will be by their side through every step. We're working again very, very hard in the panhandle. The panhandle, we love the panhandle. It got hit hard. We spent the last four years reversing the horrible damage Joe Biden inflicted over the last 47 years. We passed record tax cuts and regulation cuts. Nobody's ever done more, more than anybody else has ever done. To keep our family farms in the family, we virtually eliminated the unfair estate tax, also known as the death tax. So if you die in 100 years from now and you have children you love as opposed to children that you can't stand, does anybody here have children that they don't like or perhaps can't stand? Because if you do, don't listen to the rest of this. But if you have a family that you love and you have a small business or farm or whatever, they were being put out of business. They'd have to go and borrow the money to pay the estate tax, the death tax. And it was a terrible thing. We got rid of it. So now you can leave your farm, your small business to your family. And just hope they remember you every once in a while. It's always a difficult situation, but it was. It was ruining farms. They'd have to go out and sell the farm. They'd have to go out and get partnerships. They'd have to go out and borrow money from banks, and then all of a sudden they're in foreclosure proceedings, and they've never done that before. They don't have to worry about that anymore. If you love your family, that's a big deal. They've been trying to get that. Sean, for what? 30 years they've been trying to get that, right? Especially for the farmers, because it's that kind of a business. It's a great business, but it's day to day. You have a bad crop. All of a sudden, you can't pay interest in a loan to pay estate tax, right? And they lose their farm, so we're not going to have that anymore. We achieved American energy independence for the first time. Totally independent. We don't have to be in those faraway places unless we want to be. Biden pledged to abolish American oil, American shale, clean coal, natural gas. He said, the fracking, I told you that, but we're not going to let him get away. We'll be be bringing that up on occasion. For 47 years, Joe Biden crushed the dreams of Wisconsin workers and enriched foreign countries. That's what happened. Before I got here, what was happening with Japan, and we pay our deep respects to Prime Minister Abe of Japan, a great friend of all of ours, a great friend of mine. He's going to be leaving office very soon, like in a matter of a day. And uh, he was a great gentleman. He is a tough negotiator, I'll tell you that. They made very good deals against the United States, but he's somebody that's gonna be missed. He's a great gentleman. He championed every special interest, Biden, every special interest, and he sold out on trade. He sold out like almost nobody ever before. Earlier this year, I kept my promise to American workers when we ended the NAFTA nightmare and signed the brand-new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement into law. I saved the U.S. auto industry by withdrawing from the last administration's job-killing catastrophe, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. You ever hear of that beauty? That would have really hit you. In 2017, I signed a historic executive order making government policy to buy American and hire American. You know, I'm watching this Biden, and he's got a sign in front, buy American. Oh, buy I've been saying it for like 20 years, right? Where the hell has this guy been? They're actually accusing him of plagiarism. I also took the toughest ever action to stand up to China's rampant theft of Wisconsin jobs. And it's all jobs, but you got hit particularly hard. Biden's vowed to remove those tariffs and allow China to resume its pillaging. He wants to take the tariffs off that are paying us tens of billions of dollars a year. I fought like hell to keep him into the China deal, and he wants to remove them. So tens of billions of dollars, billions and billions, I gave it to the farmers, I gave it to a lot of people, but I gave most of it by far to the U.S. Treasury. He wants to take them off. So let me just ask you just a very... Innocent question. There's a young man about four years old up front. I think he could give the answer. Who do you think would like to have China? How do you think China would feel about this election? In one case, they paid billions and billions of dollars a month to the U.S. We never got ever 10 cents from China. In the other case, he said we're going to take them off. I think they might be inclined to go for Sleepy Joe. This is like a dream for China. Joe Biden's agenda is made in china my agenda is made in the usa it's very simple so we did many things not only china not only the 28 billion dollar farmers we did so much and i'm proud to announce that i'm doing even more to support Wisconsin farmers. Starting next week, my administration is committing an additional, you've been asking for this for a long time, $13 billion in relief to help farmers recover from the China virus, including Wisconsin's incredible dairy, cranberry, and ginseng farmers who got hurt badly. Been after that money for a long time. When the Wisconsin timber industry was threatened, I imposed tariffs on dumped foreign timber and subsidized products, saving many, many timber jobs in your state. If Joe Biden gets in, the radical left will shut down Wisconsin's timber production for environmental reasons. you believe that? Oh, boy. It's, it's so sad to see it. And that would happen but we can't let that happen. We can't let, we've come too far. We're so good. If that virus hadn't hit us, and it did, and it hit the whole world, but if it hadn't hit us, we would have numbers the likes of which nobody thought were even remotely possible, but it did. And we saved a lot of lives. You know, they keep saying, oh, they just, by the way, if we had two people die, they would have said he did a terrible job. If we had 100 people die, if we had 1,000, no matter what we do, we have trade deals. We announce a trade deal. Everybody's saying how great it is. Schumer and Pelosi see it. They have no idea what the deal is. We don't like the deal. Did you look at, oh, of course we looked at it. It doesn't have tariffs. Oh, no, it does have tariffs. They know nothing about the deal. Automatically, anything we do, they just take the reverse. But you know what? I'd probably do it to them, too, so I can't complain. On perhaps no issue have our opponents more thoroughly betrayed working families of all backgrounds than on the subject of immigration. Under my administration, we've achieved the most secure border in American history. We ended the catch and release. You know what catch and release is? Yeah, catch them. They may be a killer. They may be a criminal at the highest order. You take their name. Then you're supposed to bring them to a court, like Perry Mason, right? But we actually catch them, take their name, release them, say, come back in about four years for your court case. We ended all this stuff. And you think that was easy? It wasn't easy, let me tell you, it was tough. But we have a really good secure border, and the president of Mexico has been terrific. We right now have 27,000 soldiers from Mexico guarding our border, free of charge. We stopped asylum fraud and we've deported 20,000 gang members and over a half a million criminal illegal aliens of the worst kind. We're enforcing the clear requirement that newcomers to our country must be financially self-sufficient and not reliant on welfare. They have to sign a document. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military. Including major contracts to build new warships that help save the historic shipyard in Marinette. Okay, how about that? I was there two months ago Marinette So that's a great a great company, but it was uh, having a hard time and now they're building What was that like six billion dollars worth of ships and their beauties? They started already And we worked very hard on that. We had a lot of help from your congressman on that one because a lot of people wanted that contract. But we got it for Wisconsin. Remember that? We launched the first new branch of the United States Armed Forces in nearly 75 years. That's right, the Space Force. You know, the fact is, and somebody said it on the other side, an opponent said whether you like it or not, Trump actually did more as president than he promised during the campaign, like Space Force. That's a big deal. Think of it. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, right? Think of it. I mean, that's all you heard your whole life, right? The Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Coast Guard. And now we have the Space Force. You know what a big deal? First time in 75 years, it's uh, a new one. Last one was 75 years ago, the Air Force, right? That's a big thing. I never talked about that on the campaign. I never even thought about it. When I became president, I said, we have to do this, because I saw what Russia was doing, and I saw what China was doing. And they've created their space forces. I said, what are we going to do, not have it? It's going to end up being maybe your most important, or certainly one of your most important, because that's where it's at in terms of defense, in terms of offense. We passed V.A. Choice and V.A. Accountability for our great veterans. And we had the other day veteran satisfaction, 91 percent, the highest score we've ever received. You ever notice, remember years ago, every story, every night, the nightly news, you'd always have horrible stories about the V.A. You don't see it anymore. Now, I'm not I don't want to give them any ideas because they'll search all over the country for a vet who's unhappy. I'm hurting myself by telling this story. This is not a good story. But remember that every night you have these horror stories about the VA. You don't see it anymore. 91% approval rating. I kept my promise, recognized the capital of Israel, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. I recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, and we achieved the first breakthrough in the Middle East peace. And you saw that two days ago. UAE, Bahrain, Israel Nobody thought it was even possible I saw John Kerry on television The other day It is not possible We we waited a little while He went very, very strong It is not possible And it was not only possible We have many countries that are joining us Very soon We killed the founder And the leader, the vicious leader of ISIS Al-Baghdadi, we killed him And we also took out the world's number one terrorist and the mass murder of American troops and many, many troops and many people all over the world. Kasim Soleimani is dead. He's dead. Bad guy. Bad guy. Very bad guy. We kept America out of new wars and we're bringing our troops back home. No one has been more wrong, more often than sleepy Joe Biden. He voted for the Iraq war. He supported the defense sequester that gutted our military. I took over a military that was totally depleted, like Hillary Clinton, deleted as opposed to depleted. She depleted them too. But she deleted 33,000 emails. When is somebody going to pull the string? Ah, come on, fella. Oh, that's terrible. 33,000 emails. Try going to court sometime on a civil case, and you know, when you go before the judge, he'll say, did you delete those emails? Did you get rid of those texts? Did you this, right? They got, and now they caught Weissman and all these guys cleaning their phones because they were under investigation, and they cleaned their phones. How many were there, 21, but there were like 33 phones. And yet look what they do to General Flynn and some of these people that did nothing. They clean their criminals. Yeah, that's criminal. It's criminal. They're criminals. They talk and talk and talk. They're criminals. They clean their phones so you don't have any of the information. But that's a big big problem for them, I would imagine. It's a disgrace that they can do it. But, you know, when you go back, but Hillary got rid of, she deleted, and acid washed, right? Who asked to watch? Did you ever ask? And she also used to bang him with a hammer. Remember that? We forget that, right? So let's see what happens with all of that stuff. I think Bill Barr's doing an excellent job, I have to tell you. And he's fighting a very bad establishment in Washington. There's some bad apples in that whole deal. But if you think that Biden opposed the mission to take out Osama bin Laden, he was against it. He opposed the killing of Soleimani. He oversaw the rise of ISIS. What a mistake. And he cheered the rise of China as a very positive development for America and the world. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not been too positive. If we're up to sleepy Joe Biden, bin Laden and Soleimani would be alive. ISIS would still be on the rampage. And China would now be the dominant power in the world, and they're not, and they're not even close, I will tell you. We have weaponry, the likes of which nobody's seen. You know, 2.5 trillion buys you some good stuff, especially when we have the finest scientific minds and military minds in the world. We have weapons, the likes of which nobody's seen, and just hope to God we never have to use them. I say that, and I say it strongly. Hope that we never have to use them. My attitude was that, and I've learned this a long time ago, by having them, we keep ourselves out of war as opposed to bringing ourselves in war. But we have built and created weapons the likes of which this world has never seen before. And we don't have to talk about it too much, nor do I really want to talk about it. When I banned travel from China, Biden called it hysterical and xenophobic. He said he's xenophobic. What does that mean, Joe? Tell me. Biden also opposed my plan to ban Europe. I saw what was happening in France and Spain and Italy and highly infected, we banned Europe. If we had insisted and listened to Joe and insisted on doing what so many other people said doing, which is you don't have to do the ban, hundreds of thousands of more Americans would have died from the plague. Biden was willing to sacrifice American lives on the altar of Open Borders. And now I hear him talking, he should have followed me. You know, this guy did the swine flu, right? It was a catastrophe. And the man that headed up the swine flu, I won't use his name because I'd like to have him have a nice evening because I can't imagine the Democrats are thrilled. He said, it was a horrible job. We had no idea what we were doing. It was a disaster. He said it was a disaster. And now Biden's telling us how to do what we're doing so well on, what other countries are calling me and congratulating me on the incredible job. And I got sleepy Joe Biden trying to tell me how to do it. And his own man who headed it up, swine flu. It's H1N1 swine flu. Joe called it N1H1. I keep saying, Joe, Joe, it's H1N1, right? I said, it's easy to remember because H comes before N. But he can't do it. And then you saw what he said the other day under a Harris-Biden administration. That was a disaster. I never said under a Pence-Trump administration. He said under a Harris-Biden administration. And what made it worse is she said the same thing. That was terrible. Right, Sean? Right? Did you hear that? They are a disaster together. Through our historic Relief programs, we saved more than 1 million Wisconsin jobs and 87,000 Wisconsin businesses. That's not too bad. And Biden would demolish all of those gains, and we've done similar things in other states. He would destroy your social security, totally destroy it, and destroy protections for pre existing conditions. They want to go to social medicine, they want to go to social. You know that, right? You do know that. They want social health care where you don't remember Obama 28 times. You can keep your doctor. You can keep your plan. That didn't work out too well, right? Why haven't they looked into that one 28 times? Well, under Medicare for all, but it's basically socialized health care. You will never have your doctor. You will never have your plan. You'll have horrible health care. You're going to wait long times, long times. And he wants to wipe out $180 private health care plans that people love 180 million plans i don't think so i don't think he, i don't think he's gonna make it you know how do you get elected let's say you're doing not only here let's say texas right he's against oil he's against god and he's against guns that's a tough combination in texas how does that plan now he's against religion you know they won't open to these uh Blue states, they will not open your churches. They won't open them. And I think they have an ulterior motive. One thing they have is probably everything opens on November 4th, you understand that. And they better be careful, those paper ballots you talk about a bad thing. Just get out and vote, get out and vote. And if you have to go that route, make sure they have it counted. And they know it's trouble. They just had another election day, fellas, where it's a disaster. The votes come in, they, they have no idea, they can't count them. And I don't mean they're off by a little bit, they're off by 20%, 25%, there's fraud, there's missing ballots. They have a woman in New York who is a terrible Congresswoman, you know that, Carolyn Maloney. They gave her an election, they, they can't even find the ballots. And they gave her a victory and they can't find that the guy that is against her, who did very well, even though he's even more progressive. I don't even know what she is, I, I've known her for 25 years. I don't think she's progressive. I think she's whatever she has to be. But this guy probably or possibly beat her. So, rightfully, he's not too happy. And they call the election for her and they can't find the ballots. Wants to force you to provide free health care to illegal aliens. Remember, he raised his hand. That will totally drain your wonderful Medicare. Remember the question up there standing up? Who is willing to give free health care to? Illegal aliens, and everybody raises their hand like fast. Kamala was right up there, you know, by the way, that will destroy your country, you do know that, but because you can't afford it. And Biden's looking around, oh, they all raise their hand. He goes, remember? I remember, I said, well, that there goes the election for him. He'd end our travel bans on jihadist regions and increase refugee admissions by over 700%, and that's the deal he made with Bernie Sanders. Opening the floodgates to terror-afflicted nations. But I predict the Sanders people are going to vote for us like they did the last time. We had a tremendous, because they love my stance on trade. Because I know trade. And I was telling them, much more so than even Bernie, but Bernie is right on that subject, that other countries, including our so-called allies, are ripping us off on trade. Biden opposes school choice and vowed to ban charter schools. Did you know that? Does everybody like charter schools? Everybody likes choice. In the second term, I will provide school choice to every parent in America, and we're all set up to get it done. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. It's really a vote for the American dream. Instead of letting Washington change us, and despite all that we've all gone through, we are changing Washington. That's what's been happening. And just in conclusion, and I hate concluding with you because I like you. I like you. I don't know why the hell I like Wisconsin, but for some reason.
1: Oh, he's going to cry.
9: You know what helps, though. So? As you know, for weeks before the election, she was four up. Crooked Hillary. Four up, four up, four I kept saying, do you think we're going to win? And I will say, Sean Duffy said, you're gonna win. He actually said, don't worry about it, right Sean? I said, Sean, do you think we're gonna win here? I don't like these polls, we're four down. He said, sir, you're gonna win so easy. And early in the night, they said, Donald Trump has won the state of Wisconsin. And so when I'm here speaking in the freezing cold, I'm lucky they had, I said, do you think we have, you know, it's very warm in New York and very warm in Washington. It was hot, actually. And I said, do you think we have a coat on the plane? They said, yes. I said, what's the temperature? Sir, it's 49 degrees. I said, how about giving me a coat? <laughs> they have everything on Air Force One. That's the great thing. Got more televisions than any plane in history. They've got televisions in closets, on floors, on ceilings. But over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world, and we will end our reliance on China once and for all. We'll make our medical supplies right here in the United States and right here in the great state of Wisconsin. We will rapidly return to full employment. It's happening very fast. Soaring economies and the record prosperity will be even greater than it was last year. We will hire more police, increase penalties on assaults of law enforcement, surge federal prosecutors into high crime communities, and we will ban sanctuary cities, which are deadly. We will appoint prosecutors, judges, and justices who believe in enforcing the law, not their own political agenda. We will ensure equal justice for citizens of every race, color, religion, and creed. We will defend the dignity of work and the sanctity of life. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of endless foreign wars. And you remember with me, they thought because of my personality, they said, he'll be in war the first week. What happened to the war? Remember, we were going to be in war with North Korea. Hillary would have been in war with North Korea. It would have been a nasty one, too. But remember, everybody said I was going to be in war. Everybody said, oh, maybe I'll do something with Social Security, and I did. I saved it and made it stronger, and now I'm going to make it even stronger. And they're going to get rid of your Social Security because everything's going to come collapsing down. You will have a depression. If he gets in, they're going to raise interest rates. They're going to raise your taxes. You will have a depression the likes of which this country has never seen before. And your 401ks and your stocks and and jobs will go down in flames. I just say it here. Hopefully we're never going to experience it, but that's what's going to happen. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might and we will ensure peace through strength. We will end surprise medical buildings require price transparency, which I've already signed, further reduce health insurance premiums and the costs of prescription drugs, which are coming down now. You know, I signed favored nation clauses. Uh, the drug companies are not happy with me, I will tell you. They never thought it was possible, and rebate clauses. They never thought anybody would do that to them. They've made enough money for a long time. It's time you got a big break. We will strongly protect... Medicare and Social Security, and we will always protect patients with pre existing conditions. Always, you have a pledge. We will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. And NASA is now the hottest space center anywhere in the world. And when i took over three and a half years ago there was grass growing in the runways you know that it was closed down it was a mess we are now the hottest in the world you see what's going up and we got a lot of rich guys sending them up too i like that better i said let them do it rich guys like rockets i don't know they like rockets. boom i see dollars going right up but they need a good place to launch we have the best places we have the best places so it's been incredible what we've done with nasa We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We're already doing it. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the state of Wisconsin. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, get your co-workers, get everybody and get out and vote November 3rd. From Milwaukee to Madison, from Oshkosh to Lacrosse. From Green Bay, how are the Packers doing so far? Good team, good people. Right here, and, yeah, give me the proper pronunciation. Uh, that's right, thank you. That's what I said. We inherit the legacy of generations of Wisconsin Patriots gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. We stand on the shoulders of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed a wilderness, dug out the Panama Canal, laid down the railroads, revolutionized industry, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and made America the single greatest nation in the history of the world, and you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working We are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Wisconsin, we will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you.
1: All right, so that was a great ending, had a lot of Easter eggs in there and also letting us know what is to come. It was freezing cold for him and he went up there again in Wisconsin, which is pretty interesting. Uh, So to understand after that rally, and I know that we're gonna have him on again, uh, people need to understand that things have changed a lot. I want you guys to see what he was talking about and he meant about school and everything. And mind you, today, my daughter, she was in class and she said that in her school, uh, in her history class, a teacher's aide was encouraging children to join a group um, called um, the Sunrise Movement told her next time to record it uh, because they're considered a terrorist organization hence why the breaking news that they're replacing gray because if you remember attorney general Barr says who do you think the fbi answers to the fbi director answers to the attorney general of the united states that would be william Barr. and if william Barr says that there are organized terrorist groups that sunrise antifa and all of them are terrorist groups that means they are terrorist groups. And if the FBI director begs to differ, the FBI director is uh, no longer going to be FBI director. Pretty much, that yesterday, didn't I? Watch this. Are
0: you serious? Are you serious this? Oh, serious. This is. Seriously, <laughs> uh, so going to do this? This is embarrassing. School board meeting. Like the Part so, so
1: this man is being arrested at a school board meeting for not wearing they a mask.
9: Sir, yeah. yeah. right you, right? you know, right? I really don't want to.
0: It. I know you don't person. want to do it. Do I know mean? you do not
9: want to do it. Yeah. But I know this guy doesn't And look want at to
0: who's recording. You have to
5: follow these fools rules, right? If it's part of their policy that
9: we have yeah. to wear a mask. Yeah. So <clears> force me out. You're going to make
5: yes. You're going to have to drag me out.
9: At that point, yes. This guy's a hero. At that point, you could.
5: You are showing discord within our communities Mm -hmm. at every level. It's disgusting. Do you harass your clients and when when they're at your restaurant to put on masks? (laughs) Do you harass them?
3: We're not. We're not going to do you at this point. At this point, you could be facing additional charges of other charges if, if you don't
1: Charges? I
3: get it, I get it. So
9: then I you get it, I get it. You're gonna, it. You can, you're gonna, gonna have to okay. drag me out. This is
0: absurd. <laughs> Completely absurd.
9: You know that right. right. All right, sir, we're going No,
0: you're a little- This so is an embarrassment to our school. Please. don't do it, man. No, relax. it,
3: ain't worth all of that, brother.
1: Yes, it is. No, yes, Freeze. it is. No, Please,
5: no. Please, don't resist. Don't
0: resist. Don't resist. Please. Freeze. No, come no, 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 no. 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 You no. will
9: have to change me in front of all these people. I really don't
0: want to take it. Don't take it. I don't, don't. I
5: want these people to video it yeah. they
0: while they're cops to and yes. the minorities,
9: you Yes. have to do this to everybody.
0: Constantly putting you people in the position. He just a wants life. to have a say in what's going
1: on. <laughs> Did you guys see that? So this is where the police are going to go now. They're going to be arresting you for not wearing masks and not complying. Where does it stop? Where does that stop? I ask you. Where does it stop? I commend that man. Oh my gosh. Like I have tears in my eyes because all those brave people sitting around him did nothing. All of them should have stood up and said, all of us are taking the masks off. All of us. All of us. Everyone should have come together as one and taken them off. This is how they control you with fear. Who called the police? It was the school. And that was a school board meeting from what I gather. And the school board is elected by the parents. He stood on his own. Every single one of them sat there and watched. A child was in the room watching that you must obey, that you have no rights. That is what you need to pay attention to. Those are the people that you elect on your school boards, on your city councils, your mayors, your governors, your states, uh, your, your what is it? Um, Secretary of States, attorney generals, senators, congressmen, state and federal level. You elect them and that's what they do to you. You have to understand that this is not going to go by very, very easily. And it's not something that you want happening. But if we allow it, then so be it. You're giving them the permission to do so. You are giving them the permission to do so. And so uh, regardless of what you say, well, I refuse. Well, then in order to fix this, what you have to do is make sure that you put your foot down where it matters and be with a lot of friends putting your foot down together in case you feel that you need the support of others. You shouldn't need the support of others. You are your own person and others should be following with you because they care about their freedom. they they care about their rights. This is supposed to be a free nation. You know, Kanye West tweeted out earlier that, uh, you know, Tencent funds, music industries, Universal, Concast, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's only part of it. Wait till you all find out how the military industrial complex and Tencent, right? The Chinese. Not only control your movies, your music, your news, your schools, but your food too. That should have everybody alarmed. I've said this before but I've also said that nothing can stop what's coming and it's here and it's, <laughs> and it's very, very loud and proud and it's coming out because as the president said, what he has been doing is giving power back to the people. This is your power. This is how you fix it by taking control and saying, this is not happening in my neighborhood. I will not allow this to happen. I don't want this to happen. You have no power over me, like that movie in The Labyrinth. I mean, I was just watching that again. That had so many meanings, (laughs) so many meanings, so many messages in it, if you paid attention. It's pretty incredible how you have everything you need and still cannot see. That the whole purpose right now... Of what's happening is to wake you up. It could have been dealt with in a more swift way, I would say. It would. Pretty quick. He could have arrested all of them. Locked them up in one fast sweep. But then more than half of you listening right now would call him a dictator. And then... More than half of you would be like, there's no way they'd force us to wear masks. There's no way they control our food too. I would know. There's no way they control all the media. There's no way they control this. You would have questions because you can only take a horse to the water. You cannot force it to drink. So for all of you bitching and complaining all the time, oh my God, just this is never going to happen. He's taking so long. Is he though? He has to wait till you see it. Every single one of you can see it because that is the only way, the actual only way that, uh, (laughs) you know, you'll stand behind him a hundred percent. That's if you know exactly what the concern is and what is really at stake. So, For those of you, for those of you believing that nothing is being done, you're either not paying attention or still believe that for some reason, nothing's going to happen. If nothing was happening, then they wouldn't be screeching. Now, uh, someone wanted to show my old boss freaking out. (laughs) I haven't seen this video yet, so we're going to watch it together. I'm excited let me watch this with you. Let's see. Is this full screen? Yes, it is. Let's take a listen its absence
11: presents to our democracy. It's perhaps the strongest public rebuke yet of Donald Trump and Donald Trump's politics from his own former spy chief. And it was done without mentioning the president by name. Coates writes in today's New York Times, our democracy's enemies, foreign and domestic, want us to concede in advance that our voting systems are faulty or fraudulent, that sinister conspiracies have distorted the political will of the people, that our public discourse has been perverted by the news media and social networks riddled with prejudice lies and ill will that judicial institutions law enforcement and even national security have been twisted misused and misdirected to create anxiety and conflict not justice and social peace if those are the results of this tumultuous election year we are lost no matter which candidate wins joining our conversation former CIA director John Brennan and New York Times Washington correspondent Mike Schmidt uh director Brennan, um, Every single one of the threats that he details to democracy are behaviors that Donald Trump engages in. Is that intentional?
5: (laughs) Well, I have deep respect and admiration for Senator Coats, who's a man of great integrity as well as honesty.
1: Senator Coats, Senator Coats, former DNI Coats, the same DNI Coats that sat at the cyber conference on a global stage and mocked our president. You mean that one?
5: And he clearly sees the threat that we face collectively to our democratic experiment, as he says. And I must say, Nicole, after listening to the public statements of Donald Trump and William Barr, especially over the last several days, I am more worried today than I ever have been before in the health and stability of our government and our country. Clearly, Donald Trump, as we all know, is an unethical, unprincipled, corrupt individual who will do anything to advance his own interests. William Barr is a far right wing ideologue who is exploiting the powers of the attorney general to advance his interests, his agenda, and using Donald Trump as a way to protect what he's doing. And when I look at them, the Republicans in the Senate, you know, Senators McConnell and Johnson and Graham. and
1: Okay. So I'm just going to tell you something. It looks like uh, John Brennan is sick. Um, oops. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, it looks like he's sick. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. I just thought I'd tell you that he looks sick
12: and
5: others. uh, They just are allowing this trampling of our democratic institutions. And I've seen this happen in countries overseas when an authoritarian leader is able to exploit the environment. And we are now on the cusp of a very, very difficult period when we approach this election. And I just get more and more worried each day.
11: You and I have been having these conversations for years. I've never heard you describe yourself as more worried. Tell me how you see this playing out if everyone continues on their current path. I I should add that Donald Trump today um, tweeted that because of new and unprecedented massive amount of unsolicited ballots, which will be sent to voters this year, the November 3rd election result may never be accurately Determined. I think Twitter did something little, something late to say that wasn't true. But as you and I both know, Director Brennan, his lies make their way around the world several times before any of our um, inadequate fact checks get half as far.
5: Well, Nicole, you and I have worked in the White House for different presidents, and we understand the tremendous powers that a chief executive, a president, has as well as the tremendous capabilities and powers of an attorney general. And if they exert those powers in a corrupt and craven way, they are able to manipulate the environment that we're in right now. And I'm I'm very concerned about what we're going to see in addition in the future in terms of harnessing those capabilities within the executive branch and then allowing the Republicans in the Senate to allow them to continue to provide them Protection and defense. And so, you know, when I look at over the next 50 days, the different types of things that Donald Trump and William Barr can do, they they clearly are not going to stop this political dishonesty in terms of trying to misinform the American public, as well as possibly exert their authorities in a way that they can that will manifest themselves on our streets at, at the election polling booths and wherever. So, again, I think this is something that all Americans need to be very concerned about.
11: Director, um, Ron Johnson's committee, which uh, Mitt Romney described yesterday as a political undertaking, has subpoenaed you or has put in motion steps to subpoena you. Would you testify if they called you?
5: (laughs) I welcome the opportunity to testify publicly in front of Johnson's (laughs) committee, in front of Graham's committee. They don't have the let me correct them. They don't have
1: they don't have the balls, he went to say. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, That's not a backdrop. Gosh darn it, the resolution on this is not good. I want to see what this is because it was purposely pulled out. So that's part of a message. He's got silver stars, which are the equivalent to Purple Hearts for people that work within the intelligence community. I don't know if that's uh, what he's showcasing there, but that's interesting. Um, this over here, uh, this is actually his, his stuff. Uh, here he is with Obama. Um so there's some interesting things. This is the most interesting, but this is a very bad resolution video uh, to be able to see what he's trying to say. Um, I, I need to s- decipher this whole thing, but the resolution is really bad. I'll probably have time to go scour the internet on Sunday or if anybody finds a high resolution uh, video of this, this is interesting. This facing that way is interesting. You see he pulled the book open Uh, so that people can see it. Uh, So um, this book right here is very important. The star with this being on top facing that way means something. Uh, You know, there's little things that are there, but his concern, listen to this, they're saying that our elections were never rigged when they were always rigged. They've been rigged for decades. And he's upset that people are pointing it out. He's upset that, oh, they're harming it because this. Why are they going to discover what you did during the McCain and Obama elections? You know, with all these honeypot gay men <laughs> or wannabe gay men or actual gay men. You know, the, uh, there was a movement called Twinks for Trump. That's another one. That's a honeypot thing. Uh, they've, they've tried everything. They've tried to push everything to sway this um, campaign and president Trump's base. But people are realizing that things are fixed. People are realizing the hoax. People are realizing that they've been enslaved without even realizing they were.
5: Have uh, the, uh, the the interest in calling me up in front of their committee and to testify publicly in front of the American people. I think people.
1: I heard
11: what you this almost said.
5: <laughs> almost said, yes. Uh, um, but it's clear that this is a hyperpartisan, partisan politically corrupt effort to try to uh, create an environment prior to the election that cast Donald Trump in a positive light and Joe Biden in a negative light. And I am happy to talk to them just the way I spoke to John Durham at the Department of Justice or any other committee uh, on the mm-hmm. Hill.
1: So, um, yeah, what he almost said was that they don't have the balls. Uh, That is what he was saying. And that was very interesting. That was very interesting. He also indicated, hey, uh, you know, we both work together in other administrations and other different presidents. Very interesting bringing her into it. I mean, she'll go down for sedition, too. I wanted to bring to your attention So, again, military-industrial complex, right? Really corrupt generals. Well, a former DARPA guy who was involved, just so you know, he led the program on mammalian cell synthetic biology, RNA vaccines, rapid discovery of monoclonal antibodies, immunoprophylaxis of gene transfer, and engineering red blood cells. There, notice anyone? Well, he just left the Department of Defense, and, um, well, DARPA, to be specific. And um, he left right at the end of Obama's administration and joined Bill Gates. I just thought I'd let you know that because uh, that is an interesting tidbit so you can see where all our brass is going. Uh, also, on that note, um, Rick Grinnell has his birthday today. May we see him on the shortlist list. Speaking of short lists, let's talk about the short bus. Here we go. We have Nancy Pelosi asking a few questions. Answering slash asking. Yes,
9: Yes,
5: you had mentioned that uh, uh, churches, you are Catholic, and and the Archbishop of San Francisco recently wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post where he says that government is denying people the right to worship. And it's high time San Francisco let people go back to church again with proper precautions. Um, he's saying that the sacraments
3: can't be received through Zoom or Skype. Uh, your opinion about that, and should churches in San Francisco be allowed to reopen with precautions?
13: Well, I have been to church in San Francisco recently, and I did receive communion. Just so you know what it was, though, uh, we had to make an we had to sign up, and they only had two places. Left so fortunately, I got in under the wire, uh, to go and wonder who she booted. There, the church maybe holds 250 people, there were probably 12 people here, there, very, very, very spaced. But that was it, no more would be allowed. So, again, obeying the uh, social distancing and, uh, and the uh, the uh. And then we did receive communion. Uh, The priest washed his hands before he gave us communion, took it in my hand. Uh, I I miss going to church regularly. Of course, we have virtual mass uh, here, many masses in D.C., but all the other places. Uh, With all due respect to uh, my archbishop, uh, uh, I think we should follow science on this. And again, faith and science sometimes are counter to each other. Around here, people say to me, you're a person of faith. Why do you believe in science? And I said, well, I believe that science is an answer to our prayers. It is a creation of God and one that is uh, an answer to our prayers. So with all due respect to the Archbishop, uh, we have some areas of agreement and some areas of disagreement. So I don't know if he was speaking as our pastor or as an uh, advocate, uh, but whatever it is, I'm sure that he must have meant if it is scientifically safe rather than jeopardizing people's health if they want to go to church. But I thank you for your question. question. Um,
5: So yesterday you said you thought you had compromised already on coronavirus coming down to the lower figure. What would it take at this stage to pry loose some sort of just Republicans coming to that number? Or or what what in your mind do you you see? Well, we have
13: to meet the needs of the American people. Uh, Is this not a check-the-box or the path of least resistance? You have to meet the needs of the American people, and even the chairman of the Fed has said you're not going to turn the economy around until you get rid of this virus. He said it more elegantly than that. Yesterday, two days ago, in his statement, perhaps you saw it. Perhaps you saw his connection between how the economy will come back only if we get rid of the virus. Um, and so we have to do that in a substantial way, not in a, oh, well, we did something. No, we know what the needs are. We know what science tells us we need to do, and that's where we have to go. Now, I did say yesterday that uh, there are more needs that have emerged since we passed the bill four months ago, May 15th, and three days, is, what's today, the, the 17th, 18th, sorry. four months and four days ago. There Are more needs that have emerged again? Uh, the anticipation and hope at that time was that we would engage in crushing the virus, we didn't. More deaths, more cases, more uh, uh challenges in terms of uh, jobs, and uh, and one of them being with the uh, uh, the airlines. There, the, the bill that was there, the CARES Act did good things until the end of September, so now that is that is a uh, uh, emerges again as a challenge, which we had hoped would have been uh, addressed uh, by crushing the virus. The other uh, part of restaurants, the restaurants have a big ask, a very big ask in terms of uh, they've taken a beating on this. And I think there's bipartisan interest in helping restaurants. Mr. Blumenauer has a very substantial bill, $125 billion dollars, uh, in terms of assisting restaurants, and uh, and so if if some of these additions are to be taken into consideration, that means that in order to stay at halfway between where they are and where we were, that we'd have to come down further, and some of our own uh, original priorities uh, in the bill, uh, and and that's what a negotiation is about. Uh, we don't negotiate with ourselves; we negotiate with the other side on this and they have to see that the science is clear we need the testing they know that they should know that why wouldn't they know that they state and local government is their big hang up they have contempt for science and disdain for state and local government and the chairman of the fed referenced state and local government as being part and part of our economy
1: state and local government. That's what I wanted you guys to hear. So this is where they're going with it. It's all about, um, states and local government. Now in some really odd news, I thought I'd end this show with a couple of, um, odd clips. (laughs) So here's one, (laughs) here's one. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm just laughing at the, (laughs) I'm going to just tell you the title is before you hear them speaking. So it's, Ton, Tom Holman responds to ice whistleblower claims about unwanted hysterectomies. Take a listen.
12: Let's welcome back to the show retired ICE acting director Tom Holman with us. Uh, it's great to have you back on, Tom. Uh, border Patrol saying it sees a 1,000 sp- uh, spike higher, 1,000 percent spike higher in drugs seized along the northern border with Canada. Your reaction?
4: Well, I think, you know, the, the organized crime syndicates in Canada are taking advantage of the covid Plus, like, I, I, law enforcement. Law enforcement.
1: Plus, most of our tribes have their trails that way, and now we're catching on to it.
4: In New York, HSI, ICE, and local and state law enforcement have very close, relation, close working relationships with the RCMP. So, the intelligence and the working together between the two countries is extraordinary. So, they're being very successful through their intelligence efforts to find where these drugs are being smuggled through the border, specifically in the state of New York.
12: You know, the Fed sees nearly 40,000 pounds of marijuana across 16 ports of entry. A.G. Barr says a dozen cities are seeing methamphetamine pouring in. Uh, A.G. Barr specifically named and blamed two drug cartels pushing record amounts of meth across the border into these cities now hit with lockdowns and riots. Your reaction to that?
4: Well, I partly agree. The cartels are moving a lot of the drugs to the southern border and they own most of that business. But on the northern border, it's mostly organized crime. They work differently. It's uh, Asian organized crime. It's East Indian organized crime. It's outlaw biker gangs that move across the northern border. And like Buffalo, Buffalo has the highest number of seizures because Buffalo has a transportation infrastructure that can handle that commercial traffic. So a lot of this comes through the port of entry, but a lot is coming through the St. right across the St.
1: didn't I tell you guys over a year ago. Well, you know, now that we're focusing on the South, I mean, we have a fence on the North, but they're still coming through. Maybe we need to look at that way. And when this coup was supposed to come through and we'd have the little white hats running in here, they'd be coming from where? The Northern border. Why? Because of the territories they own within the, yes, the American Indian reservations. And um, a lot of those cycles come from the North.
4: Lawrence River. I mean, I grew up up there. I grew up in town Carthage, about half hour south of there. You can be from Canada to United States in a boat in a minute and a half. In the in the wintertime, you can walk across the river. You can snowmobile across the river. You got the Aquasazi Indian Reservation, the St. Regis Mohawk Reservation. They've been smuggling drugs and people through there since I was a kid. And they're still doing it because the feds have little access to that reservation. So it's always been a smuggling haven, but it's getting more and more popular because they're taking advantage of the COVID and plus Canada just legalized marijuana, so the amount of marijuana seizures coming into the United States have exploded because, look, there's a need. I mean, the East Coast, is, there's a demand for marijuana and drugs, and, and Canada's fulfilling that need through these uh, organized crime syndicates.
12: Tom, I want to switch to the story, the reports about, uh, you know, an ICE facility in Georgia. Uh, the detainees there saying that they were given unwanted hysterectomies by a doctor affiliated with the facility. Your reaction to that headline?
4: You know, it's, it's just another attack on ICE. It's the left pushing the false narrative. The, the, the medical care given to aliens in ICE custody is the highest quality medical care available. When I was ICE director, we spent $1.5 billion on medical care for these people. ICE professionals, the, the doctors and nurses, the pharmacists, they have saved many lives. A lot of diseases and sicknesses are found when they're in ICE custody. So I don't believe this story. I'm not the ICE director anymore, but, again, I, I'm very skept- skeptical about that story because they get the highest quality medical care. And before they get a hysterectomy, they got to get approval by the ICE person in charge. they got to get approval by the detainee, by, by the female, has to okay that in her language that's interpreted to her. And a doctor, a, a certified medical doctor, has to say this is necessary before your health however i cannot do this without your permission
12: this is the same for a privately run facility is that the same for a privately run facility as it was in georgia it's an outside doctor affiliated with the privately run facility go ahead tom
4: exactly and that's just that's just another caveat to ice uh, medical attention if ICE doesn't have the capability of their specialists to do this they'll go to an outside physician they won't try to take on something that if that doctor that nurse in that facility doesn't feel they have the the skill set to do that, then ICE will go to an outside physician okay. or a hospital to have that work done at taxpayer so, expense.
12: Understood. So we still don't know the fact.
1: So illegal hysterectomies. Okay. Um, that's so bizarre. Wait. And just to close this off, we're going to end this with my favorite. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to play this because it came up on my feed and it was incredible. Uh, we're going to look at um, sexual harassment Panda. We have something very imp- I love South Park, so I thought I'd end uh, today's Friday show with a laugh. Uh, Sunday we will have uh, a Twitch only um, event. I think those that are on Patreon, I'll be able to s- to put it there. I don't know how it's going to work. I'll figure it out. I can't. Um, I'll put the link into Subscribe Star. I will tell you guys um, tomorrow morning uh, what time it'll be. So I'll post on Subscribestar and Patreon what time on Sunday. So you can be there for it live. Um, It'll be fun. So on that note, let's just watch how dumb the indoctrination of children really is. Okay,
8: children, let's take our seats. We have something very important to discuss. Due to recent events around the country, I've been instructed to teach you all about sexual harassment in school. About what? Now, does anybody know what sexual harassment means? Yes, Eric. When you're trying to have intercourse with a lady friend and some other guy comes up and tickles your balls from behind. No, Eric, that's not what I'm talking about. The school board has sent over a special guest to teach us all about sexual harassment in schools. Please welcome Petey the Sexual Harassment Panda.
2: Who lives in the east, neath
8: the willow tree? Sexual harassment panda. Who explains sexual harassment to you and me? Sexual harassment panda. Don't say that. Don't touch there. Don't be nasty, says the silly bear. He's gonna tell you what's right and wrong. Sexual harassment panda. Hi, boys and girls. Say hi to Sexual Harassment Panda!
0: Hi, Sexual Harassment Panda!
8: Did you know that when one little panda pulls on another little panda's underwear, that's sexual harassment? That makes me a sad panda. This is freaking me out, dude. And when one little panda puts his furry little willy in another panda's ear, that makes me a very sad panda. Now, I'm going to pass out these booklets, and we're going to go through each and every sexual harassment law. Ah. Article 36, Section 19. One panda may not...
1: Okay, I'm just saying that this is actually a take, just so you understand, this is how they bring explicit sexual education to children. Remember, this is all around fourth graders, right? This is how they bring explicit sexual education to children. And I really like South Park because they take these... the concepts that they put in there are just amazing. Panda, China, right? And now we've got them pushing sexual education on children under the guise of we're just preventing sexual harassment.
8: Make sexual comments about another panda's appearance. If said panda... Oh, does dude, get me out of government. here. I think is sexual panda harassment panda is cute. You would think that, you little ass dumb, sucker. Dumb. What did you call me? I an ass sucker. It means you suck ass. You see an ass, you suck it. You're an ass sucker. That does it. I am suing you for sexual harassment. Oh! What? You have sexually harassed me for the last time. It says right here that now I can sue you and take all of your money. That's right. He can. No, you can't, you little ass sucker. Oh, he did it again. You all heard him. The first party of the first panda may sue the second party panda unless that panda was said panda for mentioned panda.
1: So, uh, you know, this, you saw the, the rainbow on the book right? These, they put together so much good stuff. It's, it's incredible. So, um, I'm glad to see that the president actually tweeted out happy birthday. I believe I saw that fly through my feed, um, which is great. He said happy birthday to the air force, which is the same day that our Rick Grinnell has a birthday as well. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, on that note, guys, I want to bid you all a great weekend. Again, I will update and tell you uh, when it is that um, we're going to be having, uh, the what time we're going to be having the show on Sunday on Twitch. And I think you're going to like it. God bless. I don't want to set the word on fire,
7: I just want to start a flame in your heart.